0: I was seeing a return to 100% lending, no deposit lending on property. Well, maybe, maybe not. I'll go through that in this episode of UK Property Talk. My name is Charles Kelly. Now, in the past, before the the last financial crisis, uh, we had lenders lending regularly, 100% mortgages, 125% by the Northern Rock, in fact, uh, who would lend enough to buy the property, and then they would give you a loan on top to pay for any refurbishments or furniture, because they reasoned that people would go out and borrow this money anyway at higher rates. And it it worked quite well for many years. But then there were also uh, lenders doing sort of non-status self-certification mortgages where you certified your own income. So even if you didn't earn enough, you could say, I earn a 100,000 a year, give me a mortgage for 400,000, and they would give it to you. Uh, and this went wrong after 2008, but I don't think it was down just to that kind of lending. In fact, the Northern Rock didn't get into trouble over those mortgages. They got into trouble because they ventured into commercial loans, which they didn't understand, and they started making losses there. Uh, other banks got into trouble because of these this sort of derivative market of uh, selling subprime loans packaged up as security, and, and it all went wrong Really starting in uh, on Wall Street, uh, so so that's where the financial crisis came about, and of course then the the government then had to bail out banks such as Lloyds and RBS, which owns NatWest, and then they they tightened their their lending. They they said no, you can't just keep you know self-cert mortgages just ending at that point. So that that's what happened then, um, and and I I always felt that it was a shame that it went wrong because of investment banking rather than ordinary lending because the lending wasn't that bad admittedly subprime subprime lending was a bit difficult because uh if you had previous arrears or bankruptcy or you you know you had a load of county court judgments you could get a subprime loan from a lender like kensington who would charge you something like four percent above the normal rate and it was horrendous rate and they'll pay huge commissions to the broker um so the people that could least afford it were paying the highest rates. I know that the lender had more risk but uh, th- these subprime loans become a big market and a-, a lot of those went wrong as well like lending money to people who couldn't afford the last loan doesn't seem like a good business model although the lenders said once people have learned their lesson they very rarely got into arrears or went bankrupt after that. Uh, so the vast majority of the actual loans were still being paid in the UK. I don't think there was a problem with self cert. Buy to let was easy as well, 85%, no income checks. Uh, it was great, you know, and now that's become a more of a problem. Now they're looking at affordability more more in more detail and it's become more difficult to get mortgages, but things could be changing. Uh, there have been some new lenders coming around with uh, offering so-called 100% mortgages. Now one lender has come on the market opportunity i've never heard of them um coming onto the market offering a 100% or no deposit mortgage well it's not quite 100% it's no deposit uh because they they are the way they've structured it but they they haven't published any details you can go to their website com, or you can find it opportunity and uh, i think they're asking people to register register their interest in this scheme but it looks like it's going to be a 90% mortgage from them, plus a top-up loan of 10%. So if you bought a property, for instance, for 100,000 uh, pounds, traditionally they'd, a lender might give you 85, 90,000 pounds. So you would have, say, 15 to ten, ten to 15,000 pounds of equity in the property. Uh, so if anything went wrong, you know, you could sell that property, probably still make a profit, still pay the loan off. Uh, but, but these loans will be, uh, taking up all the equity with a with a top-up loan of, uh, you know, the £10,000, interest only. Uh, it harps back to, I remember this years and years ago, they had top-up loans like this until the lenders started offering 100% mortgages. There were American lenders like Citibank that came in and smashed the market open with 100% loans. Uh, so then those top-up loans started to sort of disappear, but... We don't know the details. Are these top-up loans going to be like the help to buy where they're, they're in effect taking an equity share in your property? Or will they just be a straightforward interest only that you pay off at some stage in the future? Do you have to make payments? How will it work? All I know is that you know, usually it's cheaper to buy than rent and that's what pushes people into buying whatever the, the cost of the loan. And once you've bought your property, you feel more secure that you've, you own that property. You're not gonna be asked by a landlord to leave in five years' time because they're selling the property. So I understand that. Um, now, there are other schemes coming around. I, I can see where they're saying, uh, we'll give you 10 times your income to buy a property and minimal credit checks and that sort of thing. But looking into those in more detail, they seem to be some kind of rent to own kind of deal where it's it's not a bad deal. It's, it's the owner of the property selling you that, that property Uh, you're paying rent and uh, mortgage it looks like it's kind of like a shared ownership of course they do affordability checks but it's much less stringent I would have thought than than most lenders covered by the Bank of England so it'd be interesting to see how that works just just be careful always take financial advice before you do anything like this and legal advice because there are a lot of uh, let's say unusual schemes around at the moment which are not standard mortgages Uh, but I hope that more flexible lending does come back because it's been very difficult for first time buyers to get on the market get on the property ladder uh, with, with the way things have been going at the moment and unless they've got parents or grandparents that can release equity on, on what's called an equity release scheme from their property to lend them a large deposit they usually can't get on the property ladder at all and remember that the bigger deposit you've got the the, the, the better deal you will get on, on mortgages Now. Getting on to the economy, inflation is now 9.4%. In fact, on the news, they put it a different way last night. Uh, they said on, on one of the financial programs, they said uh, people now buying uh, £100 worth of shopping now compared to last year are paying 10% more for, those, for, that, for that same uh, bit, bit of shopping, which is true, compared to not just last year, but even six months ago. So things are getting tough for a lot of people in the country, that's what what I'm trying to say, although we're not officially in recession, in fact the economy grew in May by half a percent, but other countries are going into recession and Bank of England say that the the inflation will peak at 11% and that they would plan, they heavily hinted that they were planning an interest rate rise of a half percent this year. The European Central Bank have put up their rates by half percent for the first time in 11 years. Uh, the US Federal Reserve are more aggressively putting up rates and that's strengthened the dollar. But it's weakened uh, other currencies against the dollar have weakened. And that's made life difficult for them when they, they need to, to pay for their imports in dollars like oil. So A lot of countries around the world are suffering. Um, there has been some good news on that, that there's been a deal between Russia and Ukraine to release some of this grain that was stuck in the Black Sea. So that that might ease things. I hope it will. Because a lot of people are going to go hungry. It's not just about prices in the shops for them. It's actually that there is no food, and and they they could starve. So it it is quite serious. And you now we've got public sector workers threatening strikes. They're not happy with a five or six percent or seven percent pay rise. They're going on strike. They want nine and <clears> ten percent. <throat> so that's going to add to the inflationary pressures. Uh, and so we we will have to to see. We've got a change of government coming. Possibly Liz Truss will be the next prime minister. She has promised to ease the austerity measures a little bit, kind of defer the the debt repayment plan, cut taxes and maybe stimulate the economy. And that that could be good for the country, I believe. I hope she does win against the other contender, which is uh, Rishi Sunak. Uh, But mortgage rates have now gone up by 300 percent. You know, about a year ago, there were roughly 1 percent. You could get a mortgage around 1 percent. Now it's 3 and 4 percent. So that's a big jump. And it means that people uh, coming to the end of their fixed rate deal, a lot of people are on fixed rates, of course, about seventy five percent. They're going to be subjected to affordability test to to see if they can afford this new fixed rate. Now, if they can't afford it, they're going to put them on a variable rate, which would be more expensive than the fixed rate. That doesn't make sense, does it? It's crazy, but that's the way these, these lenders with their tick boxes and their like that's the way they work. So. I know that uh, Martin Lewis is looking into this he's trying to get a campaign on this but nevertheless a lot of people are going to be paying a lot more for their mortgages in the next year or so we could see more arrears more repossessions I don't know I'm sorry don't, to be gloomy about this but there's not much you can say when there's there's war there's turmoil around the world there's you know inflation we haven't seen for 40 years and we've got even things like bitcoin have crashed the stock market is high, I think that's about to crash. Property prices are still going up, of course. Uh, but you know, when you see a downturn in the economy, when I've lived through recessions and downturns, property always falls. But in inflationary times, when the economy is not going down, property still can go up in price, like in the 70s, they were still going up, um, it went up enormously. Uh, so we will have to see um right now it's it's property prices are rising faster than inflation inflation is running at you know just under 10% a year property prices are running at around 13% rise per year according to the the June figures where it still went up again uh but i don't know how long that's going to last we we shall see if if this current financial squeeze goes on i i don't know what will happen obviously people at the lower end of the scale they're seeing their pay falling behind with a cost of living, this is not just in the last year, this is over decades. Um, so people are are suffering, but then on the other hand, there are a lot of people with money and equity in their property so they can release equity from their property to, to help people buy. And when I say equity release, I'm talking about people perhaps in their, their uh, late 60s, 70s, um, up to 80s who have a big property, no mortgage, uh, they're perhaps gonna pass it on to their children, then they'll pay inheritance tax, uh, and they decide, well, why don't I release money from this property now to, to give to them so they can buy their property rather than waiting for me to die and then pay inheritance tax on it. Now, as long as they live for seven more years after they've made the gift, no inheritance tax will be paid. It sort of tapers off over seven years. So it's, it's quite a good method of reducing inheritance tax. And the the loan itself, that the equity release loan, There are no repayments on it. It just rolls up, but it does roll up at high interest rates. It rolls up at four and five percent. So every sort of 15 years or so that that loan will double. But hopefully the property would have doubled anyway. But regardless of that, it's a good way of getting money to people who need it now rather than waiting until they die. And I want to bring on an expert uh, in the next couple of weeks who will talk about equity releases, a specialist in equity release. And we'll go into more detail on that and the rates and how it works and, and the type of lenders involved. It's a big, big market at, at the moment. Um, so it, it's something that is, is the market is growing. There's multi-billion pounds of loans going through equity release. And I think that is artificially keeping the, the property market up. Someone else pointed, one of my readers pointed out to me that, yeah, property prices might be going up, but a lot of properties are not selling in parts of the country, properties with cladding problems, properties in areas that don't sell very often. Um, and he said they don't come on the figure. So they're under the radar, which is true. They are, they are under the radar because if they're not sold, they're not appearing on the land registry figures as sold prices. But we have got some interesting properties through my, my agency, Open House, on, uh, on, uh, on our online auction system, where you can bid at any time. You don't have to wait for the auction date register put a credit card down you can bid for those properties right now and your bid could be accepted even before the auction date frequently happens and we've got houses starting at uh, around 30,000 pounds 36,000 pound here there's one even cheaper the other day uh, two bed house in the northeast there's a four bed buy to let rented house with a good yield some of these houses are yielding 12 and 14% but you'll never get in london you're going to get 3 and 4% down in london Some of these properties are yielding, you know, certainly more than 10%, 10 to 14%, even after charges. So have a look at that. Have a look at our Facebook page, which is Facebook. Um, I'll put a link up to it, but it's a state agent. It's Watford and Elshin. And we've got properties all over the country. I'll put a link up to that. Uh, So have a look at that. Now, I apologize for my voice today. I'm not feeling uh, 100%. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. Uh, But hopefully I'll be back to normal next week. So have a, have a great weekend wherever you are and uh, enjoy the weather if you're in the UK and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.